BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue and Joe Grande, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. Hello, welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. My name is Blue, alongside me is Mr. Joe Grande, and you are now tuned in to the greatest cannabis show on the planet. That's right, you guys. Thank you for listening to our podcast all around the world. Make sure you check out our website, CannabisTalk101.com, as we have so many great articles and blogs on the site for you to check out. And, of course, feel free to give us a call anytime at one 800 420-1980. And go check out our Instagram pages at Cannabis Talk 101. Well, my brother from another mother, Blue, is at the number one, Christopher Wright. Hello. And you, you need to post more, Blue. I mean, I miss seeing you do all your speeches and your inspirational things. Hi, I'll start tomorrow. You, you need to start doing that a little more. I want to see that. And of course, you can follow me at Joe Grande 52. And I got to tell you guys, I don't know if you've seen the latest edition about the Cannabis Talk magazine, but it has some great articles, very cool stories, amazing pictures. Get yourself a hard copy today at a local dispenser. Have them call us up. If you're at a smoke shop, let them know, hey, man, you got the magazine yet? Call no. Us up, call Hit us, us up. 1 800 420 And if they don't have one and you want to check it out yourself, go to the website, cannabistalkmagazine.com and subscribe now. Today on the podcast, we have one half of the duo who's behind one of the greatest publicized and widely marketed <laughs> entities in all of Southern California cannabis market, folks. Besides us, we got Jake Tello. Hello. Hello, Tello. What's up, gentlemen? What's happening, my captain, co-founder, and the Swiss Army Knife of Hyperwolf, a California-based delivery service that is dedicated to offering the highest quality cannabis at the most affordable price because they, too... Our cannabis consumers, you guys, and connoisseurs. Hyperwolf is transforming the way cannabis is delivered by providing a variety of products to fit the needs of all cannabis consumers. Be sure to check out their shop and go to the website, hyperwolf.com, which is H-Y-P-E-R-W-O-L-F.com, and follow them on Instagram at Hyperwolf to be up to date with everything in the new Hyperwolf world, you guys, because you know they always got deals and steals right there. Without further ado, everybody, Everybody put your hands together for the co-founder of Hyperwolf, Mr. Jake Tello. Let's Hello. Go. 
Let's go. I like you, Jake. You know what I mean? I didn't know you're the Swiss Army knife for this whole fucking thing, making everything happen, Captain, huh? Someone's got to do it. You know what I mean? Hey, who are you telling? I was cleaning garbage earlier, blowing things, doing everything you can. Same. Right? It's yeah. funny because it's like, that's what we do. Blue's grabbing lunch. I'm wiring something. We're all helping each other out. I, I love that the Swiss Army knife is what it takes. I wish it was as simple as just uh, cleaning bathrooms and vacuuming up around the office like <laughs> it used to be. You know, it's yeah. a lot more intense than that nowadays. So let's talk about Hyperwolf right away because I oh, didn't well, realize. He came no, from. we'll find that later. All I want right, Hyperwolf right, right away because right, I see the go. shirt and I see him. He's got the Wolfman hair going. Yeah, it's a fucking little stoned. thing on the tie. Yeah, he looks great. <laughs> So what what is Hyperwolf? How did you guys come up with it? How did you because I'm driving around LA, I'm seeing Hyper billboards, Wolf. I see it publicized everywhere. Everyone's excited around here. Hyperwolf's coming. And I too was like, oh, I don't know who they are yet. It's our first time I meeting. I wasn't that excited. You know what I mean? Ah, but yeah. I was like, who are these he fucking? Was like, what? Who's this fucking Jake dude? You know what I mean? So tell it's like it, tell man. us We're about fun. Hyperwolf. How did you guys co-create it? Who you and who? Yeah, my partner, his name is Nick. Um, we we've been working together for about eight years now. And we started Hyperwolf, or we came up with Hyperwolf when the market went legal, right? So prior to legalization, we were doing other things, um, and we took what we learned. Is that slang for dancing at strip clubs, or what does that mean? <laughs> I just want to be clear. If that's uh, going to keep me out of jail, then yeah, that's what okay. We're other things oh, yeah, in yeah. the industry that we're not yeah, prosecuting exactly. anymore. Yeah, <laughs> oh, these kids are out there. But that was Maybe nice not to say. prosecuting, but uh, the tax man's always knocking. You know what yeah, I mean? So, that's so, true, Jake. You know, yeah. hey, other things. Put it together, said. folks. Yeah, in the game. So uh, when legalization, I sold a whole bunch of fucking weed, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a whole bunch. That's how Blue got in the game. Yeah, that's why we're here. His daddy taught him that too. Sure. Um, so yeah, when legalization rolled around, we didn't want to hold on to that legacy liability, you know, cause we also sold a lot of weed to a lot of people and, uh, we wanted to come up with a name that kind of didn't scream cannabis. And, uh, we spent a couple of weeks going back and forth, my partner, Nick and myself, and I'll talk a little bit about Nick. He came from a marketing background. He was doing advertising on the side of semi trucks for Jersey Mike's BMW. Um, lots I of, think I know Nick. Lots of really big clients. So maybe um, I met him years ago on some other on some other ventures. It's probably crazy. yeah. Because yeah. I was doing I was doing that too. I was actually um, getting clients to do it for real estate and different things that put their on the trucks that are going back and forth from the the docks and all that shit and just bouncing everywhere. So for yeah, sure. I was yeah. Doing that. He um he was using like a brand new type of uh, like board technology i guess for advertising on the sides of the boards or the, the trucks i mean and at the time a lot of people were dealing with like graffiti on the sides of the trucks, so they didn't really want to advertise but the way that they could easily slide graphics in and off of these trucks rather than wrapping the vinyl gave him an advantage so he had a lot of success in that space smart yeah and then i guess his partner in that um business like a lot of people are doing and have done left california for one of the many reasons that a lot of people <laughs> are right and they moved to uh, Nevada. So that gave him an opportunity to expand um, his brain power into something else. And that's where we linked up and basically started doing cannabis together. Um, I like the name Hyperwolf, dude, to be honest with you. I, I mean, I think the first time I seen it was on a, uh, coming in from the 91 freeway uh, towards Corona. You know, that the yeah. big, that's the, our stomping grounds the, for sure. Is it? You're yeah. from Corona? 
Uh, I live in Corona now, but we're both from Moreno Valley. Do you know okay. where Moreno Valley is? Of course. Is? I went yeah, to Corona come on. High. Yeah. yeah, for a little bit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, uh, yeah, from Moreno Valley, we, we went to the same high school together. Um, we weren't necessarily Buddies. friends in high yeah. school, but we knew of each other. Um, and it's just crazy how this small the world can be eventually. Yeah. yeah. Well, Especially it, when it you really get older is. and you're out and then you're like, hey, let's start a business together and you never were yeah. any boys in high school. Yeah. Like we have a mutual friend of ours that's we both consider this person a very good friend. And he's the reason that me and Nick like started talking to each other in the first place. Nice. Right? So, What's his name? His name is Andrew. Shout out to Andrew. And for man. the longest time, Nick and myself were Andrew's uh, role model because we're successful people. Right. And now the tables have turned. Andrew is the most successful person that I personally know. Wow. Oh, really? What does Andrew do? Andrew. Um, Andrew is doing things on Amazon. All right. So I love when I, I hear stories about guys yeah. who just fucking blow up doing that shit. I can go into detail about it, but that's a whole different subject. That's well, can cool. we get him on? It's Let's get him, get him on. Can you get off the show now and call him up? No, Andrew! <laughs> call him up Welcome on the phone. Bring the him on the hotline. <laughs> it's, uh, it's it, like I'm jealous. Yeah. Dude, I've, like, I've met a few people that do that and they're just reselling shit and doing random stuff. And then they have their store and they're they buying found stuff. the right from... shit to sell, bro. You get your niche, man. It blows. vinegar gummies on Amazon. Shut up. And he blew up on that one. Yeah. How it's it's random stupid shit like that that yeah. really blows. Did for he somebody. make his own gummies? No, he's buying them from somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really Let's go. Let's go. But that's way. good. That's but good. shout out to Andrew for. Well, yeah, Andrew, Andrew. Good job with you. What yeah. about you though, Jake? How did you guys come up with Hyperwolf the name? Yeah. So, like I said, we wanted a name that was kind of like Nike or uh, Adidas. Just it didn't scream one thing or another, right? It wasn't Treehouse Club. It wasn't. Uh, uh, we med yeah, men. Canna Canna delivery. Cannabis. Yeah. Canna. Med men was like the exact example of what we wanted to stay away from, <laughs> you know? Um, so it's it's a funny story. We had our first office in Riverside in a crash landing zone right next to March Air Force Base. Wow. And that gave us an, an advantage because and at a discount that time, at the place because it's crash landing for zone. For <laughs> sure, right? And nice. actually an airplane crashed. While Shut we were your there. mouth. I swear an airplane crashed. Really? Yeah, look were up. you there? Uh, well, yeah, I was there, but it didn't crash into like our unit. It crashed like maybe a half a mile down and like still that's close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in the wow. same area. Like <laughs> you don't think that stuff's gonna happen when they Never. tell you about it, you know? But Sorry so yeah, airplane that. crashed. Anyways, it was our first first facility together for our cannabis delivery business, we'll call it at the time. And um I like art. My partner Nick likes art. We both like cool things, nice cars. Uh so we hired a mutual friend of ours. His name's Ivan. He goes by The Walking Giant. Um, we hired him to paint a wall for us. And he asked us what we wanted. And we had no idea. We're like, uh, do whatever you want. So he did. He did whatever he wanted. He painted a collage of magical mushrooms and all kinds of shit. I don't even remember half the stuff anymore. But he painted this part of the wall. Are you guys familiar with Dragon Ball Z at yeah. all? Okay. I'm not. What is I mean, it? I know what it is. It, it was like an anime, anime cartoon. Um, when I was a kid, it was pretty popular. Basically, they're like super powered humans, but they protect the planets that they're on. Okay. It's too old for you. I mean, you're too, you're too old for that. I'm like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyways, they have a special power it's and they like, you're not lying. They like power <laughs> up, you know, and they like start glowing like blue and white and red. Okay. And it's called going Super Saiyan. Um, and, the walking giant, Nick and myself, I'm sitting here. So I always tell people there's two versions of this story. 
There's the Disney version, which I'm telling you guys now. And then there's the real story, which I'll get into afterwards, right? So I'm sitting here. <laughs> Nick's sitting right here. We're at a really nice table that we had built for ourselves. And we're trying to come up with names. And we don't agree on anything. And it's, it's great because we have a yin, yin and yang balance. But also, we never agree on anything, right? So we're coming up with all kinds of names. And nothing's sticking. We don't like anything. He likes his. I like mine. We don't like each other's. Well, we're sitting there. And we look at the wall. And on the wall, there's a blue wolf with red laser eyes that is electrified. And Nick says hyperwolf. And it was like one of those really fuzzy feelings where you get like goosebumps and your You're hair like, starts what? to stick. Up. Right, right. It was that, you know. So we were like, okay, that's it. We're gonna run with hyperwolf. Like that was the moment we decided hyperwolf was the name for us. So technically, all that really did happen, right? But we weren't going to use Hyperwolf for our cannabis delivery business or our brand. We were going to be using it for a lending company that we wanted to start. But Andrew and another friend of ours, um, his name's Brooke, they hated the name. They hated the name Hyperwolf. So we didn't go with that with the lending company. We went with like an acronym of our names or whatever, something super basic, which EJPD, whatever. Yeah, I'm yeah. so happy that we did that because Hyperwolf was like, OK, we really we fuck with this name, you know, like, let's go with this name. And uh, it was probably the best decision that we've made together. Just um, coming up with that name. It's it's uh, there's something stark about it, you know, like especially when we did the billboards, which is a whole another story that we can get into. Like that was, uh, in my opinion, like legendary for us, you know, like so many, so many people are going to remember that for ever you know yeah you got to keep doing it to be honest with you. well then uh, we well, decided first we're going to bring them back yeah what's yeah, the yeah, you really do. the yeah. x-rated version i want to hear the crazier version of this story well like the crazy the disney version there's no x-rated version oh yeah I okay wish there was an yeah i'm like version. what happened yeah, <laughs> might make some money off that <laughs> yeah. idea um but no the disney version is like that we came up with the idea right then and there which we did but to use it for the cannabis right business. so then afterwards you guys started the loan business but then when did you guys just decide to do a delivery service and like let's go back to that name we fucking thought of for the other company yeah so let's just uh in in let's just say we might have already had a delivery service going right <laughs> with a different name that we were just rebranding Right. theoretically rebranding allegedly know, allegedly uh, yeah, yeah. and then that yeah. just took off yes and then it just picked it took up. The, it, it was already, it, it was doing its thing. But changing the name just had, I don't know, some cool Came, factor. It became hyper, yeah, baby. Yeah, was something special about it. Yeah. It yeah. really does. It's yeah. like, it screams are at you, you. And you guys are out in Corona now? Yep, yep. So we cover pretty much everything from Santa Monica all the way down to... For delivery. Temecula, yeah. For delivery. Yep. Santa Monica to Temecula. Yeah, the only city that we don't go to, well, it's two cities, really. San Bernardino and, and Rialto. Now, are you guys... That's uh, out by you. Why wouldn't you? Have you been there? Yeah, well, I know my reasons why I wouldn't, but yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, you say, grew you up right get, down the way. Because so exactly. what, what had happened was the whole thing got hit. <laughs> oh, yeah. So so listen, we're going to take a break. But when we come back, I, I want to I want to ask you, you know, what cities and counties are doing the best, you know, for sales? And also, I want to figure out, like, how are you getting that distro? That's a good size footprint. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this yes, break. Sir. You're listening to Cannabis Talk 101. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, 
and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Cannabis Talk 101. The world's number one source for everything cannabis. I hope you're ready to live the life that you crave, you guys, because at Elevations Nations, they have created a community where authenticity and adventure meet curiosity, a space for members to explore culinary adventure, travel, cannabis, wine culture, and unforgettable experience, providing access to an exceptional life full of elevated and inspired seasons. And Elevations Nations membership is the key to having it all. Visit the website, elevationsnations.com, to discover the new possibilities we got jake tello the co-founder of hyperwolf great story about them so yeah, far man, and i, I like love it. that and seemed like a great cool dude with your boys that are from high school and this and that, that makes it better to me it sounds yeah, like you like, know you can tell a lot you know? when you know you're doing stuff like that with your boys but like blue says that's a big footprint to cover yeah how are you guys doing this how big are you, you got 46 cars what is it hard work hard work hey, no easy. seriously it's, it's easy. um it's um a lot of technology now. Once upon a time, we had um, we had a pretty big dispatch team, um, about fifty-five people that were working for us just inside of a dispatch center. And kind of back to what I was saying with that warehouse, that warehouse was uh, not meant for what we were using it for, for the call center. So we had we had Ethernet cables running around everywhere. We had speaker cables microphone cables, everything running around everywhere. It was probably a fire hazard at that point, you know, and I'm thankful for all those employees that have you been behind the show set? I, haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all, I thought you were describing our office. We here, try yeah. to keep it just one section, but you know, yeah. we're working on it, but like, we have that section for sure. <laughs> yeah. Once upon a time we were doing, let's call it 2000 orders a day and taking them manually through phone calls, text messages, and, you know, we needed a really big team of people to be able to do that. And we learned really quickly that that wasn't scalable, right? We were hiring, 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 hiring people so fast. We couldn't hire them quickly enough, couldn't train them adequately because we were hiring so fast. So we quickly switched to relying more on technology. And that has been one of the biggest blessings for us because now that that team is maybe 11 people total, maybe five people per day working. Um, and we can scale that back up to three, four thousand, five thousand orders relatively easy without hiring more staff. So so technology has been a really big thing for us to, to maintain that. Um, working with really credible vendors, you know, shout out to Blaze, 
Uh, Blaze has been a huge integr- integration into our <coughs> tech stack. Um, and then some other proprietary things. You know, we've built a lot of our own technology. Uh, Kurt came here with me today. Uh, Kurt is really uh, someone that pushes me to rely on technology a lot more. Sometimes when I don't even trust it, you know, Kurt will find a way to explain it to me to where I can start trusting I like it. So that. I'm very thankful to Kurt for pushing me in that direction. I think technology is the way to use all kinds of things. I mean, yeah, there's man. so much more. Same thing around here. It's like we try to use and do the most technological well, don't way. Don't stay behind. Jump on the wave. Exactly. I mean, the wave's in front of you. Jump on it. Right. You know what I mean? It's it's a lot of people want to wait till the wave goes over and check it out. No, you're never going to catch that wave again. Nope. Says the guy that doesn't yeah. check his emails. But you know what I mean? I, I don't, I, that's not my job. That's not yeah, you got to wait for the next the wave. Team, the, team, the team does that for me. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's that's what I, you know, that, that's why it's it's important to catch the wave that you're on. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I catch a bunch of other waves. And so you guys are catching that wave. And I think it's it's everybody has their own wave, yeah. you know, so. What kind of and how many different technology pieces did you need? Because being able to call a call center, talk to somebody, write it down, get it shipped out, like. Is it just a, a big old warehouse now that's being moved around? Like, was it a, what type of scenario is that? Now it's probably like nine different pieces of tech and every month or so we're adding new pieces to it. I would imagine. That's yeah. what I'm asking. Like, it's gotta be yeah. so many different fucking things. There's not like one thing for you guys to be like, oh, this is going to work. You got a delivery service that's going from there to there. No. And how many products do you guys have on Hyperwolf? Um, daily for like, if you were to go on the website right now and place an order, it's about 215 and it'll be here hopefully in an hour, maybe sometimes two if we're super busy or there's traffic. How do you get but, it down to 30 minutes or less? So I would say about 70% of our orders are 30 minutes or less. And really? we, we do that because we have an AI algorithm that looks at all of our orders that are coming in and then basically just reroutes them in the most efficient manner as possible including drivers, brakes, traffic. And that's your guy right here? Shit, we need to borrow his ass, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm holding on to him, and yeah. he's not going Well, anywhere. you know, sharing is caring, bro. We, yeah, you know, just having to look under the hood. Is, I, I've got some shit for you guys, man, that, oh. I, that I'm going to blow in. Like, I didn't even put it all together, but, I mean, you know, I don't know how much I trust you guys yet, but I think you guys are on some real shit. And, and um, I have something right now that will revolutionize the whole fucking game, you know, overnight, and I need a partner like you. You know, and uh, you actually probably need a partner like me as well. And I, I think that I have something that I'd love to share with you, not on the show, um, but it's a, it's a little premature. But uh, I think that you guys will, it's so, as soon as I say you're, you're going to, oh, we thought of that too, guaranteed. It's one of those <laughs> ones, you know, yeah. oh, we talked about that one, you know. Okay. <laughs> but uh, listen, you know, I, I, I have a, a thought process for you. What, what high school did you go to, man? I went to Canyon Springs High School in oh, Reno Valley. Yeah, Canyon. Yeah. Canyon Lake. You live in Canyon Lake? No, Canyon uh, Canyon Springs is in Marino Valley. Oh, okay. Yeah. Murder Valley. Murder okay. Valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a good little school. You know what I mean? At the time. Yeah. What, yeah what, times how old have are changed. you? Um, I'm, I'm 34. I'll be 35 this year. Oh, it was, it was nicer then. You know what I mean? You, had, you got a better, better over there. It was nicer, yeah. Yeah. Your parents went through it. For your, sure. Well, daddy's a gangster, yeah. huh? My dad still lives there. He's a gangster. Says a lot. Yeah. <laughs> He's still about it. He's like, oh, yeah. What'd you play football? You look like you played football. What'd you play? Yeah. Um, guard. I, I was a right guard and also an outside linebacker. <laughs> I played the guard. Plays. You see that? You see, yeah, I can call him out. Little nose held guard. On to so, some of the so I was left tackle. I yeah. get it. You know what I mean? I was a lot bigger. Than true, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just football? I know. Um, football, basketball, baseball. Which one did you like the best? Jacked. It's gonna the sound the crazy, foot? but track, yeah. yeah, track was like, yeah, it was cool. Yeah. You know, that was pretty cool. Is that what you did? Met a lot of cool people. 
What'd you do? Shot put disc. I also ran the. I, ran. I knew he was that shot put. Oh yeah, well he wasn't running the fucking forty. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I, I wasn't fast. I'll be the first yeah. person. Or the miles, fast. for that yeah, matter. Yeah, the fucking long jump. No. Or like the big jump. Yeah, that was, that was me too. I was built. Hey, you know, like I said, built, I was know? way bigger too. So I get it. There was no track for me. The only track I did was walk across it to go to football practice. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. So you grew up out there. Did you go to college out here too, or anything? Yeah, I'm. Um, I dropped out of college twice. So I actually went to uh, the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising in LA. Did them. Um, went there for almost two years and decided like that Same. wasn't for me. There's yeah. there isn't enough money in that field, you know. Unless you're that one percent, right? So <laughs> I realized that towards the end, and then I I ended up trying to go to RCC, which is a community college in yeah. the Empire. So I went to RCC for a bit, and then. Kind of just, this is my own opinion, like uh, school isn't for everybody, you know, and I don't really want my daughter to hear that yet, but it's not yeah, for everybody. Babe, we'll bleep it out. <laughs> yeah. And for me, I've been able to make a living and be successful without college, you know? Yeah. 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 How, how do you kids? My daughter is six. She'll be seven in November. Uh-huh. She's my world. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Married? Um, I was. Yep. I was married. Um, still very good friends, close friends good. with my ex. We co-parent very well together. That's the reason great. that I moved back to Corona, uh, my ex lives in Moreno Valley still. So I moved back to Corona to be from Hollywood. To the yeah. Oh, from Hollywood. From Hollywood. Wow. So that's a big change. Yeah. You better be um, close to your daughter. Absolutely. She's she's everything. She's my legacy. She's going to be here when I'm gone. And uh, it's my responsibility to take, to take care of her and to fantastic. make sure she learns, you know. That's fantastic, man. And and so tell us about some of your employees, man, the, the team out there. Like, what is it? You know, tell me tell me about some of them. You know, there's got to be some good stories. Yeah. Oh man. Some, some stories about the employees, the team, the team that makes it all happen. You gave us one with your boy here, right? Kurt's really the only one that I would want to talk about, but uh, we, <laughs> you hear that, guys? We, we have some guys that have been with us since the very beginning. There's a, a gentleman, his name's Fabian. He was literally our second employee that we ever hired. And at, once upon a time we had like 350 employees. We've scaled back as the industry has changed over the of last course. year, you know? Yeah. But, uh, he was one of the top one, two employees that we had at the beginning, and he's still working for us, you know, and we've given him the freedom and the flexibility to move around. He's done like all different kinds of stuff within the company. And now he's back to being a driver because that's just what he prefers. Yeah, he likes, he likes being it. on the road. And I personally like being on the road. I am on the road all the time. You um, drive for the company? I'm not a delivery driver. Yeah, you used um, to be. I was, yeah. yeah I was the first there. delivery driver. <laughs> yeah, I used to sit on people's couches and yeah. sell them sell them oh. on weed. Oh, I get Whatever it, they want. I remember when cartridges were a thing and like no one knew what cartridges were and I had to like hit my pen and try it and like sell them on a cartridge, you know? Dude, I, I, I went to, I met a lot of, you know, interesting people doing that myself and um, it's kind of what allowed me to understand the compassionate because there was a lot of sick people dude sure. like when you really like back in the day i mean i'm i'm you know i was i was delivering you know probably 16 years ago so you were i don't know how old, 10 six, you know, 15 20 yeah huh about six, 15 16 yeah 17 yeah so yeah. maybe you're you're hustling too but i mean i was i was at a full-on dispensary right. you know just like that man doing the same thing and Man, I, I, I'll tell you, I'll never forget walking into people's house. Come in, the door's open. I'm like, no, thank you. You know, because you think that's the cop. Yeah. You're like, I'm not walking in there. You know, and then it's like, no, come in. I, You know, and then you walk and over sick, there. And, they're, and all, they're on the couch. Mm. Like, I really I, I really can't get up. I, I really need to smoke it. And I'm just like, 
you know, I'm like breaking out whatever I can of my own personal, like here, smoke, you know? And then they're like sitting up chilling and they're like, yeah, the money's on the counter. And I'm thinking as soon as I grab this money, I'm going to jail. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then you, you grab the money, you roll out and you're like, fuck, Janet's really fucking sick, you know? Yeah. Like here, Janet, call me anytime, you know, I'll come through, you can get free weed, you know? It's just, it's, it kind of seems like you went through kind of that. Yeah, I mean, that was like eight years ago for me when yeah. I was doing that portion of the, of the job. I like that, And we man. still have customers to this day that's just their, with you. Their customer profile says like Jake referral, you know, oh, their no first way. name Jake referral. So our customer support team knows that they're from original. those are folks. Those, those are from folks. Correct. Yeah. Right. With these yeah. people, they were buying before years. you had a license. Yeah, these people are real customers. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. And you know, I've befriended a lot of them sitting on their couch for 30, 45 minutes, a couple times Educating a week. them about what the products, you are. know? Yeah. Sometimes just, Chilling, watching whatever cops or whatever is on their TV yeah. with them. You know what you like, gonna do? Yeah. What you gonna do? What That's so crazy to hear and go see some of those stories like that though. For you, we're gonna take a break real quick and come back, and I want to hear your why because that right there used to be you Love know it. it wasn't blues why, but then it became his why, and then his dad passes, and it becomes a a whole bigger why for him. So I want to hear your why with cannabis with Hyperwolf. My guy Jake over here. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this break. Let's go. You're listening to Cannabis Talk 101. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Cannabis Talk 101. The world's number one source for everything cannabis. Cali Effects full and broad spectrum hemp extracted products. You guys contain CBD, CBG, and some 1,300 other elements and are naturally derived substances from the hemp and the plant. Check out the tinksters, the waters, the topicals, and vape collection. Go feel the effects with Cali Effects and check them out online at CaliFX.com. Want to thank everybody around here that makes it all happen. Captains, Mondo, Moon, Teddy the Show Dog, he's here today. Oscar, Julio, Daniel, Connor, Cam, Beach, Barcelar, Ali, Sunday, Goldie, Brother Pitt, Mark, Carnes, Chris, Frankino, Jennifer, Erica, and Elvis. Thank you guys Thank all you, so Adrian. much. Thank you. Yes, Adrian's in the Adrian, building man. now. Thank Jake you. Tello, co-founder of Hyperwolf. Good to get to know you a little bit, get to know the company. Now I want to get to know the reason why cannabis and delivery. Yeah, so let's start with cannabis. Um. <clears throat> 
when I was in high school, I was, I guess, we called it straight edge. I don't know if people. Still I remember call straight it edge. That. Yeah. Right. Rebels, and, straight uh, edge. Yeah. The, this, the, that. So I, uh, okay, let's back up even further. I guess when I was twelve, a really good friend of mine. I went over to his house. We we're hanging out in the garage, and uh, he was showing me this pipe that he got, and uh, peer pressured the hell out of me to smoke weed with him for the first time. And uh, I'll never forget, we smoked Bubba. And Bubba's still probably like something that I'm kind of terrified of because of how strong Bubba that Kish? shit is. Yeah. That was mine, bro. If you smoked Oof. Bubba back then, that was me. That's, yeah. It, yeah. It came in the, I don't know if you were getting the big packs or a flat, though, the flat ones. You were just getting some weed, though, huh? I, so at uh, that age, you were just getting I, a bag. Yeah. <laughs> it was he didn't a, buy a pound. No, yeah, exactly. he wasn't buy the packs. Ripped but, up grocery yeah. bag, twisted top kind yeah. of situation. One yeah, gram, that was two for grams sure. Was, that's, yeah. Yeah. that's great. So, that's great. Yeah. And that's uh, that's the best. Me. Oh, yeah. It was too strong. It was for me. great. Too yeah. strong. You know, but it was it was strong for them. And I was 12 years old. No, I know. There's that for them. That was strong because because now I think there's there's better products out there. Oh, for right? sure. I mean, there's yeah. just like, but at the time when you're 12 and it's back then, it was still strong. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. Was, if, the, if it wasn't Bubba, it was just some cess back then. Like it was, you know, good old Mexican cess. I'll AZs. never forget the smell of it either. It was so pungent. Mm, you know? I yeah. feel like that's kind of missing from cannabis. Now that smell, yeah. like maybe I'm just so immune to it, but uh, I, I feel like even with just the highest end brands, it's still not as potent. Like a as it knuckle, was. you know. You know? Like, uh, was yeah. Good, so good. continue with this story. Yeah. So peer pressured me into getting high, and uh, oh man, that was crazy. It was a crazy experience, especially because I was 12 years old. And then after about an hour, all I could think about for the next 24 hours was that my mom was going to kill me. My mom's going to find out. She's going to kill me. My mom's going to find out. She's going to kill me. So it was kind of a bad trip, you know. Um, and that's why I didn't smoke weed again for another yeah. 10 years, pretty much. So okay. when I was 21, um, I was hanging out with some more friends and telling them the same story. You know, I would hang out with them. They would smoke weed. It didn't bother me. You know, I'm just hanging out with my friends. It's like it wasn't my thing. Yeah. yeah. And then they're like, well, you should just try it again. Who knows? You might have a different experience. And so I did. And I had a totally different experience. I had a lot of fun. I yeah. laughed a lot. Yeah, yeah. I laughed so hard that it hurt. You know yeah, what I mean? That giggly, baby. Yeah. Like we called favorite. it the guts. Yeah. You know? like your it. guts hurt from laughing so yeah. hard. So I fell in love with weed that moment. That's when I was like, oh, this, is, this isn't what I thought it was. I don't know why I was scared of it for so long. Obviously, when I was 12, I had a bad experience. But of course, yeah. Fell in love with it that, at, fell in love with it at that moment. And I pretty much obsessed about weed at that point. I started to take classes on how to cultivate cannabis, um, how to open up a, a collective. I would drive all the way up to Oakland from Southern California to take classes. Um, At a, a Oaksterdam? Oaksterdam? Yep. No way. Yep. Nice. Love Oaksterdam. Yep. Yeah, I and, used to go out there too, way back. Yeah, so I, I was obsessed at that time and I wanted to be in the space, you know? Um, so I actually, I was working for a company called, I was working for Verizon Wireless and I worked there for a long time. And I'm very thankful for that company to give me the job that they did because it taught me a lot about being professional um, and how to talk to people and being a salesman. Yeah. Um, so I learned a lot about that part. So of you worked with Catfish, Justin, in, uh, in, uh, at the, the, right here? Justin who? Justin uh, um, Bieber? DePate. Oh. <laughs> His name's Catfish. Yeah, we call him Catfish. Uh, he's a, he inside the mall right there off of uh, Tyler. I don't know. The Tyler, you the know Tyler Mall. Yeah, 
His name's Justin. The Vi- Verizon store? Oh, no, no. I worked in Corona. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I worked yeah. in Corona off of uh, McKinley. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Actually, that's where I met my uh, my first wife. I met her there. Fantastic. Oh, great. Yeah. Snapped it right out of the, the, the out the yeah. mall. Yeah. No, I, it's, yeah, it's, it's a regular store right there regular on, on store. Main Street. Right? Oh, okay. Or on uh, 6th Street. Um, McKinley. Oh, um, you're up on McKinley. By the, by the Walmart. Okay. Yeah, yeah, up yeah. top. Yeah, yeah, higher up. Yep. Got a phone that's and a the baby. Rich folks are at. That's, that's <laughs> the nice part. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. It's it's nice over there. No, um, but continue. Go for it. Yeah, sorry, I kind of lost track of where we were. No, you're you're that Verizon helped yeah. you become a better salesman, and then you learned a lot of cannabis. Yep. So I did something at that your point in my life. Yeah, which was wife. a little bit unethical. Now that I go back, but uh, I took a leave from work, paid leave. And I focused on cannabis. I wanted to make money. Um, and I didn't want to put myself in a position where I wasn't making any money while chasing my dream of cannabis. So I was getting paid by the government to be on leave from work while opening up a dispensary in Riverside. So I did that and I opened up my first dispensary and I learned a lot. And uh, that was probably 2014, 2013, something like that. And I was only able to last about six months before the landlord came pounding the door down and telling me to get the fuck out of there. Right. So um, another year or so, probably bouncing around, trying to open dispensaries in other places, um, doing research, and found out that March Air Force Base has a crash landing zone where there is no local municipalities where you have to get licensed to operate a business there. So I didn't need a business license to operate in the crash landing zone because who's crazy enough to operate in a crash landing zone, right? That's fine. Well, I'm like, let crazy. me look up the last time there was a, a crash and there's never been a crash, right? Crazy that there was yeah. when we were there, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah so like a little loophole in the system, we found this spot where we could technically operate without having permission from the city. How great. Yeah, it was great. I love loopholes. For sure. Yeah, they're the best. <laughs> That's so, the best, that is a good one. It's just another issue with the landlord though. So I yeah. have learned, right? This is the spot that we wanna be in. If we're going to do something in cannabis, we just need to find someone that's okay with it or find a way of manipulating the situation to where the landlord thinks everything's great. Again, right. So is there like a fucking alarm that goes off? What? What? If it's coming down or do, do they warn you or the shit just, just booyah. keep the doors locked, you know, and open the door one at a time for someone when they come up. So that's kind of what we did. No, no, no. I'm talking about. You're talking about the planes coming down. Oh, no, no. They don't even even warn you if the shit just you're just moving into a crash landing spot. Like, okay, cool. Good luck. That's why. Yeah, the rent is what it is. Like they'd have like a little siren. Like, okay, there's an in distress. Well, you're not going to really know. I mean, it's just going to come down. No, not really. I mean, where where is it at? Is it by an airport? Why is it a crash landing spot? Right next to March Air Force Base, which is primarily like an Amazon hub now. It's right. crazy. Amazon and Target. They said, we'll take that risk. Yeah. Get that easy. Well, no, no, we'll ship. Yeah, we'll just go ship it out. Yeah, they probably <laughs> just set up a little thing on top that just land on it. Like There's it. probably not even any planes really coming in and out of there anymore. It's um, it's a, I don't know the proper terminology, but it's like a retired base. Gotcha. Right? So it's non-active. If they need it. But if yeah. I guess there's an alien vision, which maybe there is now after what happened today. Like What uh, happened today? Well, there's missed it. that guy, I forget his name. Congress was interviewing him and. He was like, yeah, there's aliens and there's, there's been aliens for more than 50 years. Oh, wow. And we have bodies and airplanes, not airplanes. But like This was on the news today? Yeah. Oh, I got to see this. Yeah, Congress uh, Congress interviewed him. Wow. Oh. Yeah. And does he work for our government or is he, he some fucking bozo that... He did. Up until this year, he'd worked for the government. Ah, I, I believe it. I'm, I'm a firm believer. Oh, is it Bob Lazar? 
Rob Lazar? No. No? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Either way. If you, if you just type it in, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure it. we'll look it up. But let's yeah. go back to your story and your why. And you're over there at a crash landing and you're doing all this fun stuff. And you open up a dispensary there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. Just got to get straight to the why, I guess. I'm going to drag the story off. No, forever. it's a good story, though. Take yeah. time, bro. It's good. So, so, people love wanting to know who you are, who your team is. Who's Hyperwolf? Who's, you know, you know who's Jake? It, it I like it. It makes it real, dude. It makes people like, Want to fuck when I get to see you, I'm gonna be like, "That's the fucking guy that's fucking living by the airplanes." Yeah, yeah. fucking. Like, that's why he's got a bump on his head. At risk for this shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's important, brother. For sure. So I mean, I worked for Verizon, and like I said, I'm very thankful for the opportunity that they gave me. They paid me well. They took care of me. They gave me a discounted phone plan, like everything that you could ask of an employer. They did right. And it's never enough when you're an employee, your employer is never doing enough. And I feel it from my employees. I hear it from my employees. I try to do my best. Right. But one of the reasons that I actually wanted to start my own business was because I wanted to work for myself. But separately from that, I wanted to create an environment that other people wanted to work in. And I think we we did that really well for so long, all the way through COVID up until the whole market change, the industry change. There's a lot of like discontent you know a lot of people want to make a lot more money rent is outrageous right now like to pay almost three thousand dollars for an apartment in any part of california is just absurd you know so i feel for my employees um and i feel really terrible that this is happening in the world um but yeah one of the reasons that i wanted to start this business was because i wanted to create an environment for them to be happy and to wake up every morning and go i fucking love this you know it's important yeah yeah. And I feel like we did that for the most part. Yeah. You know? And I feel like Kurt, I think Kurt's a good testament. I think Kurt wakes up with a smile on his face every day. He does he does something a little bit differently than most of the employees do. But um I personally enjoyed being in my vehicle, listening to my podcast or my music, stopping at Starbucks, grabbing a drink, and like not having that manager over my shoulder ask me what I'm doing every 10, 15 minutes, you know? Yeah. And like we afford that freedom to all of our drivers, right? We're not on top of them as long as they're providing adequate customer service to our, our, our customers. That's really all that we ask, you know, accuracy and customer service and everything else is kind of just free. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just, you want them to care and communicate and, and do, do what they're supposed to do. Right. That's it. Right. Yeah. So uh, how long have you guys been open now? Again, I mean, licensed, open. you guys are completely Since, licensed, everything, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know if we have one of the first licenses, but our license number is one Oh three. Um, and, Lake Elsinore was one of the first cities in California to issue licensing. And we bought the license pretty much as soon as the city issued it. So um, since 2019, we've been legally operating as a brand and a delivery service in Southern California. And I think that speaks to a whole other thing is we're not just a delivery service. We never really have been just a delivery service. Like prior to 2019, there weren't brands really like there was a few, you know, Alpine Vapor. I remember from back then, Alien Labs was around back then, but there wasn't a lot of brands back then. So we were just selling ourselves, you know, like yeah. we were we were sourcing product, meeting cultivators, source, you know, and, and packaging it ourselves and selling it to consumers at the most hyper fatties. You got the hyper fatties coming out. We were doing uh, <laughs> we were doing four gram eights for thirty five bucks. What? Uh, yeah. Oh, that's a whole nother story. I mean, if we can jump into that, I would please. Like to yeah, let's let's talk about your product. So um, my dad, my dad, <laughs> I love my dad. And we're like working on our relationship. But at this time in my life, we didn't really see eye to eye. And he 
didn't approve of me going down this career path. And uh, when he saw me fail the two times with the dispensaries, um, I went to go work for a lighting company in Corona. And he saw me working there. He knew I wasn't exactly like happy, right? I wanted to work in cannabis. Well, my dad has always been, um, he's always had an issue with weight. So he's always gotten really, really big and then done some get skinny quick scheme like Lindora or whatever and shrunk all the way back down. Like we're talking about like 200 pound swings back and forth. And it, it was like that my entire life. He would swing back and forth every couple of years, you know? So didn't necessarily live the most healthy lifestyle. And uh, he calls me up one day and I remember I was eating dinner with my wife at the time at a restaurant in Riverside and he was crying and he told me that um, he has a heart condition and he can't work anymore. My dad's probably the hardest worker that I've ever met. He will do all the work himself rather than hire someone to do part of the work for him to save a penny. Right. And that's something that's very different between him, him and myself that I learned not to do. Um, but he's definitely like one of the hardest workers I've ever, I've ever met. And basically he told me that because he wasn't going to be able to work as often that he needed help. He needed me to come help him at his business. And his business at that time was a smoke shop. So I went and I uh, quit the lighting company and I went to go work for him. And when I was there, I noticed that there was a lot of interesting things happening. People would drive there or they ride their bike or skateboard all the way to this smoke shop. God only knows how much time they were spending getting there, 10, 15 minutes, you know, maybe. And they would come in and spend a dollar on two Swisher Sweets or a dollar on two double XL blunt wraps. So I'm like, they're doing all of this to get <laughs> their $1 smoking utensil, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, how can I capitalize on this? I've been trying to do weed for the past few years. So I was like, let me just prepackage some weed up in the morning before I come to work. And get like, them over the head. You know, so I would say like, you smoke? Where do you get your weed from? Oh, I get it from this place down 50 cap or whatever, you know? And I'm like, cool, cool. A uh, friend of mine, uh, you know, <laughs> he's doing four grams for $35. If you're interested, I can give you his phone number. A hundred times out of a hundred times. They're like, yes, <laughs> give me his phone number. Yeah, right? who's not? So I would write down a phone number on the back of their receipt with a fake name. And uh, it was my phone number. Your Google voice yeah, nine. They would yeah. text me and then I would just serve them a sack in the parking lot, you know. And yeah. uh, me and my wife, like I said at the time, she would help me every morning. We'd weigh out two ounces. And uh, my goal was when I got to two ounces per day sold, that I would focus full time on like delivery. Because yeah. I'm like, the, the problem for me was like, <laughs> I'm stuck inside of a building and people are coming to me, which is great. But as soon as the landlord's like, I'm not fucking with this anymore, you got to get out, right? They're going to call the police on you. They're yeah. going to stand in front of your store all day, tell people to leave, that they can't shop there. It gets messy. So I'm like, that was like the aha moment for cannabis delivery for me was when people were literally coming in and I was selling them on these four gram $35 eights, you know? Um, and then, yeah, we, we got to that relatively quickly, like within two or three months, you it's know, it was, like right a, there, it was like baby. a QP, you know, and it was unreal. It was absolutely unreal. So then I had to go do my own thing. What city, point. what city's moving the most weight, man? What, as far as delivery for you guys that, that you deliver to, I would say the most, I would say Riverside County. Just you guys, you guys got the Riverside, Riverside County locked County. up. Yeah. yeah. They're hyper wolfed up. I think that yeah. Riverside County knows that we're from Riverside County and they fuck with us heavy. And I appreciate that. You know, yeah. 
San Bernardino County also. Knows they, you're from there. Yeah, they know. And uh, we struggle a little bit in Los Angeles. I just think that we've never really tried in Los Angeles. We just kind of did it. You know, so that is something that we're going to be working on in the future is people just start rolling over. Yeah. From there, you know, they're coming through oh, a lot of like, people, too, know, are just buying well, from somebody else right down the street from them. there too. that's what's happening. Yeah. L.A.'s got so much weed everywhere yeah. and any product you want. I mean, yeah. it's L.A. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's that factor, too, in my opinion. Yeah. And I'm looking at the website and you guys can pay online on the website for your product now. Maybe. Is that what Have I'm seeing? I haven't tried. I, that's why I said I've seen a, an advertising that said pay online or some shit. Or let's just I, say you don't put your credit card information on our website. But you can pay through a way. I mean, when the driver gets there, you don't have to worry about uh, paying them anymore. However, there's some magic that happens in between. It's free. Yeah. That's great. If you buy a, if you go buy a T-shirt. Right, go buy whatever. Get the donation. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's silly nah, at this point. The rules. I get it. Of you course, know, the they rules are. are so silly. So it's like, technically, no, we can't do that. That's illegal, right? Yeah. But yeah, customers are paying before our drivers get there, and it makes their lives a whole lot better. Yeah. It's fucking you the know? best, yeah. stupidest yeah. thing ever. Yeah, dude, yeah. It's just like do, it's just do terrible. What you're supposed to do, man. I mean, you know, we we are getting um, cheated on. By the sure. by our by our government by the you know United California well companies our, like you and all the no, other ones who are getting fucked yeah industry, you know man. what I mean they're, they're they're fucking our industry bottom line they've been for years and then they're gonna come in they're gonna clean it all up and then they're gonna fix it and then make for for some assholes. oh because they could take it they're, and they're, they're big... gonna be ready to do it so in the meantime you know in between time do what we have to do to build to this make shit it up, you know I mean I was doing education platforms running my commercials all over the fucking radio, you know, the attention medical marijuana entrepreneurs are interested in making extra cash in the boom medical marijuana. You probably got me back in the day. Yeah, yeah. you probably came to my to my <laughs> seminar for sure, right? Those are my seminars. And and so while I'm doing that though, I'm still selling weed. And people are like, you're on the fucking radio and selling weed. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. You <laughs> yeah. Know, because you want it, some? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it came to a point where it was like I didn't give a fuck. And I and I did care. But I didn't care because I had to do what I was doing. I'm on my mission because I believe sure. in this fucking plant. You know what I mean? It wasn't to be a, um, it, it, you know, 10 years prior to that, if I was doing it, I would have cared because I was, I, I was in the wrong state of mind, the wrong, I had the wrong attitude towards what, what I was trying to achieve, you know, but I think I got to a point where, you know, just like you, you have to just keep pushing, you know, you're selling out your dad's store. That's a fucking risk. You know what I mean? People, some people never take those kind of risks. You know, and and then you know, well, he wasn't. His buddy was no, right. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm just saying, like, yeah, you know, totally. I, it's true. My buddy was selling exactly. You're saying it, right. His name was uh, C. Wright. Yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Craven Walker. Oh man, we like to do the high five, Jake, with everybody that comes on the show. Hearing your stories are fucking fantastic, dude. Seemed like a great dude, and like Blue said, taking those risks and that struggle—it's yeah. what it takes to make it in this game. Absolutely. And what you're doing and what your uh, company's doing is helping a lot of people get a lot of products to them that they need. And I look at it as medicine. Before I get into the high five, what's the number one selling product on your site? Hyperwolf. Hyperwolf nice. brand, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What else do you guys carry? Is that four for thirty-five? Four uh, grams. We should bring it back, huh? Oh, dude, that's your legacy right yeah, there. What do you mean? That's the fucking... Right now on well, the show. I mean, we have $12 <laughs> eights, so... $12 eights? Mm -hmm. 
man, it's crazy, giving right? It out. That's giving it away for free. Well, that's because we cut the middleman out. You know, when we right, go so you're source just selling it, it straight from the from the farm. That's yep. why it's selling straight from. You're making the money from the farm to to the dispensary, not from the farm dispensary to the client. Exactly. So they just cut out the. I mean, that's the smartest thing to do, man. And I got you said twelve dollar eighth. Yeah, man. And it's wow. good. It's nice. It's good too. It's not. It's Did not you trash bring weed. some, bro? I'm sure we have something I'm in the car. Like, <laughs> yeah, I have these really cool straws. Yeah, I don't do that straws. kind of stuff, bro. Well, yeah, hey man, you <laughs> just put a nose cut in your water and uh, oh, you're good. I'm cool oh, we had that. some of those those straws. Remember, uh, what's his name had some? He brought us some before we went to uh, Arizona. What those is that straws, uh, the cannabis straws you mm-hmm. drink out of. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're THC. How many uh, milligrams? The ones that I have are not necessarily legal. They're, oh, nice. they're 100 milligrams. Oh, oh yeah, nice. Fuck yeah, me and fucking yeah. crawling over yeah, shit myself on camera. <laughs> Gotta get a viral. I'd be lap dancing on, on fucking the yeah. Teddy the Show Dog over there. <laughs> you know what I mean, question, question number, number one: one. Jake Tello, the co-founder of Hyperwolf. We kind of heard it already, but how old were you the first time you smoked cannabis, and where'd you get it from? Twelve. And a friend of mine who is still kind of a friend of mine, but he peer pressured the hell out of me to try it. Scared nice. me to not try And then 21 again is when it really hits. Yeah. That's awesome. That's a good story. Number two of the high five. What is your favorite way to use or smoke cannabis? Nowadays, I would say my favorite way to consume cannabis is going to be through edibles or like a vape. So you like those straws? Uh, I will. You won't catch me using those ones, but if there's a 25 trying, milligram. But you're trying to get I'll us on one, huh? <laughs> it's like, I got one of them I for you. I will leave them for you and you can use them if you want or not. I got someone yeah. who does. I'm sure some sure. people do around here. That's yeah. for sure. Question number three of the high five. Craziest place you ever used or smoked cannabis? So that one was hard for me. And I'll tell you where I kind of came to this conclusion. Like when I was younger, I was obviously, I think I can speak for all of us. I was a lot more of a wild person. And uh, one night, a friend of mine and myself had just a hair up our ass to go to Vegas. So we did. We drove from Riverside to Vegas and we got to Vegas. And like I said, weed was just, it seemed different back then, right? And we got high in the parking lot the moment that we got to Vegas. And as soon as we hit the strip, anxiety kicked in. And we were like, this ain't it. No, what do we do? What do we do? So we got back in the car and drove all the way back. Oh my God. We were there for like, 30 minutes max. Did the turn That's a great, funny, crazy, stupid story. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't have like a place that's crazy. With like no, that's situation. crazy because it ruined your whole high. Like, yeah, how sure. does that happen? I hate when something yeah, like that yeah. happens. Yeah. Question number four of the high five. What is your go-to munchie after you get high? Oh, man, I had an answer for this. What is it? I don't remember it. Come um, on. Go-to munchie. I, honestly, I Carnitas. remember telling my girlfriend <laughs> what it was, and she was like, no. But honestly, like, now that I just remember, like, every time that I would get high, I really liked these smart foods, white cheddar popcorn. Oh, dude, I, yeah. I swear to you, I almost just bought some right now yeah. on the way before I came here. That's a good batch, but I, too. I, I just, I, just, I like I, that one. It really is, man. I just went and got the uh, uh, the chicken and, and salad for lunch. You guys are welcome to have a salad. Thank you. Um, but, uh, and I looked at that popcorn, the white cheddar one sitting right there, and I was like, Daniel ah. was eating some popcorn earlier today. But I might have one here for you, though. Okay. I think we, we do. Here. We have some of that around I'm here. Not, I might, we I might usually do. One, but I, I seen a big bag of it. I was going to buy it because I'm a big fan of that one. Oh, I'm yeah, a popcorn guy. Now they have guy. like a flaming hot version of it. That's crazy. Yeah. Have you tried that one? I have. That's sriracha. Uh, yeah, I'm not yeah. a big flaming hot You guy. just got a hot uh, uh, salad dressing that you bought. That, oh, that, that so, sriracha. Ooh, that sriracha ranch you bought. That's the first time I ever tried that. Uh, was it hot? Oh, no, it was bomb. It wasn't hot. I mean, nothing hot. I saw it. I had to snatch it up. Oh, I. not only that, Jennifer and I were in the room and I felt like she was eating my what I just took a bite of because I'm Taking a bite, and she goes, mm, the sir- no, she goes, mm, 
the sriracha saw, ranch. Uh, ranch is so bomb as I'm eating it, thinking it though. Uh, so like, you know, we're all eating good? at the same time. And she said, I'm like, is she in my mouth right yeah. now? <laughs> she's all up in, you, like she's all up in my mind and in my mouth, telling me my uh, thoughts. Is that good? I didn't even oh, try dog, it. You I got, tried the, the You got to put on some chicken. You got to really try it. It's, yeah. it's really, it's Let's like, it's that. something good. Yeah. Uh, question number five of the high five, Jake. If you could smoke cannabis with anyone, dead, dead or alive, alive, who would it be and why? Bob Marley. Ah. Biggity, biggity Bob. Yep. And uh, I'm a, in my older age now, I'm a firm believer in love. And I think one of the, main responsibilities we have as people is to love each other and take care of each other oh, respect. and uh you know bob marley was about that so yeah. i literally yeah, just said that yesterday too, on my instagram oh, love <laughs> exactly open mouth <laughs> <laughs> that's cool man listen anything else that you know you want to tell us about hyper with the team out there man and, and everything before guys, we let you go brother on all the stuff you guys yeah you guys are doing it yeah, Sincerely. That. i mean if you'll let me ramble on yeah yeah like, rock uh, with it brother Come i want to give a shout out to all of our employees we we wouldn't be able to do any of this without you guys. Um, I know times are tough. Stick with us. We're going to get through this together. Uh, we always take care of our people. I know it's cliche to say it, but I do feel like we try to have the family vibe, uh, whether you feel it or not. We try to treat everyone like family. Um, I want to give a shout out to my partner, Nick. He, uh, he likes to be in the shadows. You know, he doesn't like to do these things. So I like to make sure that everyone's aware of him and who he is and how integral of a piece he is in this business. Uh, Cause a lot of the time people just see me, they talk about me and he's really like my other half. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, shout out to my, my ex for dealing with me and my family for, you know, supporting me after they saw a little bit of success. And yeah, thank you guys for even bringing me here, you know, yeah. and allowing me to have this platform and to talk to people. Yeah. We love that. Keep man. doing your thing, man. You're doing a good job with it. It's making noise out there. Thank yeah. you. Well, there it is guys. It's cannabis talk one-on-one and remember this, if no one else loves you, we do. Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26th. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details.